The parable of the wise and foolish virgins have intrigued many for centuries. Who are the wise? Who are the foolish? Mainstream teaching has concluded that the wise are believers in Messiah and the foolish are not. Is this true or is there more to it? We will find out. Certainly, we want to be found on the right side of this division, so let's dig in and let the Word do the defining for us. First, let's read Matthew 25, 1-13, where this parable is found. I will put in bold the words and phrases that needs to be defined by the word alone, not personal interpretations. Then shall the kingdom of Yahuwah be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept, and at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom comes, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, uh, Not so lest there not be enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that buy, that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Adonai, Adonai, and that's the very famous passage that we heard, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Amen, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Adam comes, the Son of Man comes. And that was Matthew 25, 1 through 13. So let's be ready. So let's define the key terms. This is a parable. As we know, the Messiah, it was even prophesied that he would come speaking parables. And some of the parables, he outright explained them for us to the disciples. Some of them, he didn't. And so for some of them, we have to realize that, hey, we've got to understand the word, the whole word, before we can understand exactly what he's saying here. Is he saying, is he, I mean, if we took this at face value, is he saying that, you know, if we don't have like oil lamps, you know, ready with, you know, with a wick that's lit and oil in it, uh, the kerosene or something to keep it lit, we're not going to be accepted in the kingdom? Of course not. He's talking about something deeper. And we have to, we have to reason with one another that, the other virgins called him Lord, called him Adonai. They're like, hey, Adonai, open to us. We, we know you. You know, we're yours. He's like, I don't know you, right? So the foolish virgins are not unbelievers. Unbelievers would not call upon him as Adonai or, or Lord, whatever you want to call it. Um, so these are all believers, but there was a difference between the wise believers and the foolish believers. And so let's define the key terms. So let us define the key terms that make the parable come alive, giving us the true meaning to what Messiah really taught here. And you're going to see this ties into today's Torah portion, which again uh, is the command for the children of Israel that they should bring oil for the light to cause the lamps to burn continually. So let's define the lamps. 
And you shall make a menorah, seven-branched candlestick of pure gold, of beaten work shall the menorah be made. His shaft and his branches, his bowls, his knobs, and his flowers shall be of the same. So a seven-branched candlestick, right? So notice in many translations, the menorah or candlestick is referred to as a lampstand. So make a lampstand of pure gold. Make a lampstand. You shall make a lampstand. Make a lampstand. Um, so you are that lampstand, that vessel. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and to give it light unto all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. So you are the candlestick with the light uh, shining forth, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew five fourteen through 16. And let you know that you are the candlestick. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks or lampstands. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches and the seven candlesticks, lampstands, which you sawest are the seven church. And as you know, you, you are the church. You are the ecclesia. You are the kahal. You are the assembly. So what's filled in your lamp? For the commandment is a lamp, are the commandments in your heart, right? And the Torah is light. And the reproofs of instruction are the way of life. And so if you're with us in the last couple of Torah portions, it was commanded to the children of Israel that they bring the the oil to go into the light, right? Which this symbolizes you anyways. You're supposed to bring that light, that obedience to, to the, or that oil to let the the light shine forth. And the, the light of the Torah is supposed to be burning within us day and night or night and day. Either one. So let's talk about the oil. This is a, a primitive, uh, or and actually in biblical times, this is or scriptural time. This is uh, an olive press. This is how they press the oil, the oil, to, or the olives to get the oil out. And so this is this comes from today's Torah portion. And you shall command the children of Yisrael that they bring you pure oil, olive beaten for the light, right, to cause the lamps to burn. Always in the tabernacle of the assembly without the veil, which is before the testimony, Aharon and his sons shall order it from evening to morning before Yahuwah. It shall be a statute forever unto their generations on the behalf of the children of Yashorel. So, well, this verse seems to knit it all together. If the seven branched lampstand, candlestick, menorah, is, symbol, is a symbol of us, the Ecclesia Church Assembly, and the oil is what fuels the light to burn continually, keeping in mind that Proverbs 6.23 defined the light as Torah, wouldn't it make sense that the wise virgins had their vessels filled with the oil of obedience? The light of Torah was to burn forever within the hearts of his people for all nations to see. As Messiah Yahusha mentioned a moment ago, remember, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Also, this is an interesting passage to consider as well. Your anointing oils are fragrant. Your name is oil poured out. Therefore, the virgins love you. So here we have oil and virgins in the same passage. Um, and so that's something to think. That's that Song of Solomon 1-3. One one so it's no wonder that many of the passages to uncover who the wise are in this parable come from the wisest man to ever live, other than Yahusha, of course. So regardless of Solomon's later fall, he did write these books with the Holy Spirit as his guide, and no doubt about it. And of course, as the scriptures do say, he was the wisest man. So when he wrote these books, he was the wisest man. So as for the name of Yahuwah, we can take it both literally and spiritually. 
Many in these last days have come to find it an immense blessing to call upon the name of our Father instead of calling upon his titles, God, Lord, etc. So even further, we know that his name can also mean his character, his way, which is revealed all throughout the Torah, writings, prophets, gospels, letters from the apostles, and ultimately the book of Revelation. So quite a bit to be talked about there when it comes to the oil. So buying and selling. So remember, the, the, the foolish were instructed to go buy from those that sell. So what does the scripture say about buying and selling? So buy the truth and sell it not. Also wisdom and instruction and understanding, Proverbs 23, 23. So if we are to buy the truth, right, it says buy the truth. So what is the truth? Your righteousness is an everlasting righteousness and your Torah is the truth. So we're supposed to buy the Torah. Buy, buy meaning um, bring it in, bring in the, the, the teachings, the doctrines of the Torah. You're supposed to, and that's what Messiah really was talking about when, you know, sell all that you have and, and uh, forsake all that you have and, and, and follow me. You know, we're to forsake all the, the teachings of, of this world, all the doctrines of men, uh, sell all that we have and follow him. You know, the, the physically selling all you have, that was for the rich ruler because he was a rich man and he, he coveted his possessions, you know, um, we're not all supposed to, you know, sell everything we have and, you know, go uh, be homeless. That's not what he's saying. Um, so anyways, so the wise virgins had already bought the truth and were ready. The foolish had no oil for the light to shine, so they were properly instructed to go buy it. The wise couldn't sell it themselves as again, buy the truth and sell it not. It wasn't theirs to sell. The wise, therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock. Matthew 7, 24 to 25. So of course, this is Messiah saying, Whoever hears his sayings and does them will be likened unto a wise man. And it's such a shame because even modern day dispensationalism will say that Messiah was Messiah's gospels were Old Testament because it was before the cross. So it doesn't apply to you. It only applies to Jews. And it's such a mess. And so uh, unfortunately, they the people that don't hearken to his sayings and don't do the things he said to do will not be likened unto wise people. So whoever obeys what Yahushua has commanded are likened unto the wise. Considering this passage started with therefore, it would be wise of us to review Matthew chapters 5 through 7 to get the full message. So he concluded, like everything he was saying, therefore, whoever does all these sayings of mine, this is a long passage. Uh, this is basically the entire uh, chapters 5, 6, and 7 is this whole scene here. Uh, for time's sake, let's review a small sample. This this comes right after Yahushua discussed us being the light of the world and to show forth our good works unto all, what we just read a few moments ago. So think not that I am come to destroy the Torah or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the Torah till all be fulfilled. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, shall, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 17 through 19. So, speaking of, continuing to speak about wise, the Torah of Yahuwah is perfect. This is from, from David. The Torah of Yahuwah is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of Yahuwah is sure 
making wise the simple. So the Torah makes wise the simple. A wise man will hear and will incre increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings, the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the Torah of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. Proverbs 1, 5-9. through Let your talk be with the wise, and all your communication in the Torah of El Elyon. Sirach, Ecclesiasticus 9.15 A wise man hates not the Torah, but he that is a hypocrite therein is a ship in a storm. A man of understanding trusts in the Torah, and the Torah is faithful unto him as an oracle. Sirach, Ecclesiasticus 33.2-3 There are at least a hundred more, and it's truly true. A hundred more we could go over. I would suggest doing a word search for wise. It will confirm more of what is already, be, already being revealed. Those that uh, abide in the Torah are wise. The foolish, and this likewise, there's a, <laughs> hundreds of passages you could read about the foolish. Same thing, do a, do a word search on the, who the foolish are. And everyone that hears these sayings of mine and does them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. Matthew 7, 26 through 27. The wise were considered such as they obeyed the sayings uh, in Torah of Elohim. What you'll find with the foolish is the complete opposite. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a prating fool shall fall. Proverbs 10.8 A wise man fears and departs from evil, but the fool rages and is confident. And we know that uh, we know, depart from evil is to depart from lawlessness, departing from Torahlessness. The sinner shall be left in his foolishness. Both the evil speaker and the proud shall fall thereby. Sirach, Ecclesiasticus 23.8. Now let's go over the term, I never knew you. The words none of us want to hear, this truly brings it all together. Remember, this portion of the parable, the bridegroom came and they that were ready. That's the whole mission of this ministry is to get myself and you ready for the coming of Messiah Husha. Period. That's it. And they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Adonai, Adonai, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Amen, I say unto you, I know you not. Wherefore, by their fruits ye shall know them. Not So, uh, I'm sorry, this is, so now let's go to where this came from. And I actually didn't mean to put that part in. But hey, but wait for by their fruits, you shall know them. Not everyone that says unto me, Adonai, Adonai, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of Yahuwah, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. And he will say to me that day, Adonai, Adonai, have we not prophesied in your name, and in your name have cast out devils, and in your name have done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you transgressors of the Torah. And this is this part of the Sefer translation. So some translations will render the end of that passage as ye workers of iniquity. Uh, upon investigation of the Greek, iniquity is the word anomia. Here's the definition. And uh, it is the condition of without law because of either ignorant of it or because of violating it. Contempt and violation of law, iniquity, wickedness. This is lawlessness. This is not keeping the, the Torah of the Most High. 
So here we see, and here this confirms for us this I never knew you. This came, he said this to people that said that, hey, you know, didn't I cast out devils? Didn't I prophesy in your name? Didn't I do many for wonderful works in your name? And he says, get away from me. You break the Torah. I don't know you. So, with all these terms properly identified, let us read the parable of the wise and the foolish one more time. Then shall the kingdom of Yahuwah be likened unto ten virgins which took, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Their light wasn't shining. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom comes, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there not be enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. And afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Adonai, Adonai, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Amen, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch ye therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man comes. So, can we conclude that the foolish are unbelievers? Not so. They called upon him as Adonai, Lord, just as the wise did, but the difference was obedience. We're going to finish with this. Yea, a man say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. You believe that there is one Elohim. You do well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Yitzhak his son upon the altar? Do you see how faith wrought with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed Elohim, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of Elohim. You see how then by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works, when she had received the messengers and had sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. James 2, 18 through 26. So will you be wise or foolish? Will your lamp be filled with the oil, obedience, to make your light, your good works of the Torah shine before all men, that your Father in heaven be glorified? Will the bridegroom open the gate for you, gaining entrance into the kingdom of heaven, or will you be shut out? Open ye the gates, and let the righteous nation enter, which have kept the Torah with a perfect heart. In a perfect heart they shall preserve peace. Peace shall be wrought for them, because they have trusted in thy word. Trust ye in the word of Yahuwah forever and ever. Thus ye shall be saved by the word, who is the fear of Yahuwah, the mighty one to eternity. Isaiah 26, 1-4, Aramaic Targums.